0: The following podcast contains adult language. It is not an in-depth investigation. It is simply commentary and reaction to the facts as presented by OSHA and media outlets. If you are prone to taking offense...
1: Bad it happens to everyone. Just get over it. Welcome to Employee Number One, the Industrial Accident Podcast. I'm your host, Newman Thorax. I'm joined by my co-hosts... Wait, pneumatic thorax? Newman. Newman? Hello, Newman.
0: Newman. Thorax.
1: Like what an ant has. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Heinrich Heimlich, and I'm the Heimlich Maneuver. <laughs> what about the Heimlich
0: Maneuver? Apparently we must be distant cousins then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rusty trombone. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have a lot of lung power to play the rusty trombone. So, right?
1: you're the one that created the Heindlich maneuver.
0: Did not create it, but definitely a fan of it. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan. Excellent. All right. And we
1: got, uh, whew, Analingus out of the way. I went to a goddamn movie this weekend. First time I'd seen a movie in a theater forever. First time I'd ever seen a movie in IMAX.
0: It was incredible. You need to get the fuck out of the house more often.
1: Why not? But it was that new Top Gun movie. I hate that Tom Cruise, that son of a bitch, but that was a good movie. It's because he's a Scientologist, isn't it? Yeah, I don't like Scientologists. But you like Beck. Oh, fuck yeah, I was going to be Elmer Hubbard this time. Shit.
0: It was always next time.
1: Yeah. Anyway, that movie was very
0: loud. Took my breath away.
1: Oh, hey, speaking of rock and roll,
0: do we know any songs about breath? Countless songs about breath. But we're just gonna name a few of the top ones that we could actually look up in the ten minutes of research we had. All right. I didn't need to look mine up. Oh, everybody picked. Well, take my breath away, but I got that first. Yeah, yeah, because you knew what was coming. Fucking Terry
1: Nunn is a dish. I got oh, her. Auto- yeah, I got her right. autograph. Where? On a cassette tape. Of Berlin.
0: Uh, on a what? On a little cassette tape. What the fuck's a cassette? Good tell.
1: Yeah, it was that thing between A tracks and CDs. What's an A track? What's a CD?
0: <laughs> she's cute. She's about three. Oh, yeah. She's about three and a half feet tall. So you're singing like the little ladies. So you were just nuts over. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been listening to uh, the Police. Like
1: I got to say, one of their best songs is "Every Breath You Take," even though it's about a stalker. Oh yeah, people play that at weddings and they don't know it's about an evil stalking motherfucker. Huh? Yeah.
0: Creepy, creepy. Yeah, it's true. I've been at a couple weddings where they played that song, and I just kind of fucking chuckle my <laughs> ass off.
1: Were you were you, you at the efficient in any of these weddings yet? No,
0: no, that's coming up pretty quick. They uh, they pretty much 86 my outfit too. Said I couldn't wear my. Uh, you can't wear a kilt to your friend's wedding. No. That's fucking Why? Taking- well, I, I have better legs than the bride. No, <laughs> god damn. So you've been keeping up on your shaving, then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. he just said no kilt, so I'm like, mm, it's his wedding, man. Well, yeah, you're not supposed to upstage those no, people. I don't know. it's not a kill of a skirt. It's supposed to blend in the woodwork. Yeah, my, mine's pretty close to a skirt. It's just black, so it does. Is that ponytail hanging out the back? Long show.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm having so much fun; I can hardly fucking breathe.
0: So my song would be Breath by Pink Floyd. Is that the one that goes... I think it's Breathe. It is Breathe. You're right. It's got an E at the end. Is that the one that goes... Breathe, yeah. Mm. Breathe.
1: Breathe. That's the entire Mm. album.
0: Yeah. 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 Dark Side of
1: the Moon. Yeah. I would rather be horse-fucked, tart, and feathered than listen to Pink Floyd for 45 fucking seconds. And I had to listen to that for about 47 seconds before I realized I'd heard that
0: song before. Yeah, but your musical taste—you listen to fucking Duran Duran. You're out, done. See ya. Yeah. I listen to both. What does that make me fucked? <laughs> oh my god.
1: So yeah, if you if you want to have a good time and you don't mind getting uh, stiff nipples in the middle of a room with forty five other people in the dark, go see that Top Gun movie. It's good.
0: Okay, I, I hadn't planned on seeing it, but you
1: don't like to see Top Guns.
0: I figured if it came out on. You know, it'll be out on HBO in a couple of weeks. So. Dude, you know, it's all about the subwoofer and that three-story tall screen. Okay.
1: It, it, it's an event. Have you ever been halfway to the danger zone?
0: Oh, no. You Fuck know, Kenny Rockin'. Do man.
1: you know who it was? <laughs> Employee
0: number one. I think one of my dogs ate one of my dogs. <laughs> That's fine. You have too many
1: anyway. Alright, inspection number 310505490. Ooh, boy, we got 12 serious violations here. Not that I'm leading up to anything. On March 6, 2007, employee number one was working at a, as a batch operator for a manufacturer of ready mixed concrete. While attempting to clear a jam, he entered a confined space without using confined space entry procedures, observing lockout tagout protocol
0: or removing power to the equipment. <sighs> that fucking idiot. I think we've covered one of these before, haven't we? There's multiple of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's natural selection. Yeah. <laughs> and concrete, I'm willing to bet he
1: did not have a mask on. And if it's a powderized shit, it's going to get in his lungs and coat it, and it's going to be like the fucking volcanic ash where you suffocate? No. That's not what you think is going to happen? Nope. The confined space was in a metal structure that contained sand and gravel aggregate in elevated bins approximately 35 feet above grade. The bins were programmed to dispense predetermined quantities of aggregate into a lower hopper. The lower hopper was an aggregate weight scale, and the different kinds of aggregate were combined there. I don't think we need
0: the recipe for fucking cement. Let's just see what happened.
1: The aggregate weight scale was a tapered metal bin that funneled the aggregate onto a conveyor through bottom-mounted, pneumatically actuated doors. The material went onto a conveyor that lifted the material and dropped it into truck-mounted mixers. When the jam was cleared, employee number one was still inside the bin. At that moment... <laughs> oh, God, it's like a grain silo. <laughs> oh, yeah. At that moment, the overhead gravity-fed aggregate bins automatically released a predetermined load of sand and gravel engulfing and killing him. Death was due to asphyxiation.
0: You know something about that, don't you, Rusty?
1: What? Asphyxiation? (laughs) (laughs) There was an initial penalty and a current penalty, and I don't think I noted that this was in Clinton, North Carolina. Are they the uh, same penalty? No, no, they were reduced. So this guy was entombed on the job. What do you think it cost the employer Rusty trombone? I'm going to go with $8,000. $8,000. All right, uh, Heinrich Heimlich. I'm going to double that and go for 16000 Well, you're both fucking idiots, because the initial penalty was 6300 The current penalty was reduced to $5,670.
0: don't
1: need to be rude.
0: Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I guess it's easy to seem smarter than everybody else when you're sitting there looking at the fucking screen, huh? Yeah, no shit. Kiss my pooper.
1: Fucking, I'm gonna send it,
0: even with the dogs going.
1: Yeah, I think one of was having a suffocation fit up there.
0: Yeah, you bitch about the dogs all the fucking time and then you go out and get another one. I love those dogs. Those dogs bring
1: me a lot of glee. Ugly. I'm filled with glee. (laughs) Yeah, right fucking full of ugly. (laughs) Inspection number 312288616, Wilkes Bar. I think that's in Pennsylvania. I think it's in a bar. No, this says Paxinos, Pennsylvania. Oh. That sounds like someplace in California. I was thinking Greek. Yeah, like Petey Papadopoulos. Petey Papadopoulos. I bet he plays the rusty trombone. Probably. December 19th, 2008, employee number one, who lived next door to a greenhouse, entered sometime after 12 a.m. That's midnight. So, does that mean it really happened on December 20th? No, I think it was the 19th and the 20th. All right he entered sometime after midnight to extend the protective heat blankets and turn on the steam heaters a flashlight was his only source of lighting (laughs) only
0: source of entertainment (laughs) as he entered the flashlight
1: as he entered the greenhouse he turned on the motors that rotated a shaft (laughs) cable system that would pull the blankets horizontally over the potted plants he then walked to the other end of the greenhouse and used a four-foot stepladder to reach under the rotating shaft to grab and turn on the steam valve. (laughs) Jesus, fuck, really? Yeah. Are you talking about the story or the dogs upstairs? The dogs upstairs. The back of his shirt became caught in the set screws and or winding cable on the rotating shaft, which operated at approximately seven RPMs. Seven (laughs) revolutions (laughs) per minute. Jesus. Wow, every nine seconds. In an attempt to stop the shaft... (laughs) Oh. He grabbed it with his flashlight, he grabbed it with his hands, and his left hand-slash-wrist received severe abrasions.
0: Okay. I still don't see anything where his breath has been taken away.
1: Oh, employee number one was found by his brother at approximately 2.30 a.m. after his wife called, reporting that he had not returned home and she could not find him in the greenhouse. He was pronounced dead at the scene by the county coroner from an apparent strangulation slash asphyxiation. From his wrist? Yeah, I guess he got all... It was like one of the Evil Dead movies where he starts strangling himself. No, that was that uh, military movie with the Vietnamese. I
0: oh, thought that was David Carradine. Choke
1: yourself. Oh, yeah. Have you ever done that? <laughs> no, fuck no.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were telling me about that, weren't you?
0: What, autoerotic asphyxiation? Yeah. He was talking about it earlier. I bet you he was. No comment. <laughs> All right, uh,
1: initial penalty. Go the marks ahead. on my neck are makeup.
0: <laughs> They're hickeys. You, your turkey neck? Go, go, go ahead there, Hyman.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Penalty. Just go ahead there, Hyman. Take a guess.
1: Uh, Six thousand. Six grand. A grand. A grand. To be a hothouse flower. Initial penalty: fifteen thousand dollars. Current penalty, seven thousand six hundred. You guys are really close. Yeah. Not close enough. Yeah, yeah. You almost boat up behind each other. <laughs> this happens to be something I know more than a little bit about. I thought we just covered
0: that with the autoerotic fixation
1: <laughs> <laughs> August thirty first, two thousand and six. Employee number one was working as a troubleshooter, but they spelled it trouble. Space. Shouter. I don't know what a trouble shouter is. <laughs> he just shouts shouted. He's like to he's a town
0: crier. He extra, just... extra, read all about it. <laughs> trouble is coming. Trouble is coming. Ooh, trouble just came.
1: Anyway, this guy's near Wiz Wills Hall, Montana, and he worked for a geophysical services company that discovered oil and gas reservoirs. Employee number one was driving an ATV. Was he wearing a helmet, do you think? Probably not. While wearing a helmet on moderately steep terrain when he lost control of the vehicle and suffered an accident. Among the potential causes of the accident were speeding and excessive loading of the front end of the vehicle as it was loaded over the 65 pounds recommended by the manufacturer. A coworker found the employee lying lifeless on the ground with the rear portion of the ATV resting on his neck. The coroner concluded that the cause of death was mechanical
0: asphyxiation.
1: God damn. They gotta get a helmet on.
0: So, like, first off, this guy's job was just out tearing through the desert on an ATV.
1: Yeah, how do I get that job?
0: Well, they have deserts in Montana. Well, fuck yeah, it's all desert Montana. Well, that was a big sky. I thought it was just going from cloud to cloud. Nah,
1: not so. Hmm. Yeah. That's a bad story. I feel terrible for that guy. So we'll just do this. Summary number 201-762-515. Houston, Texas. Houston, as opposed to Houston? As opposed to Houston. On January 23rd, 2006, a welder at a pipe mill notified the maintenance department of a hydraulic leak on a pinch roll flattener. This equipment flattened the ends and edges of steel strips that came from a coil prior to its entry into the pipe mill. Did it perhaps pinch him? I think it flattened them. A maintenance employee, who had gone to repair the leak during the lunch break, was found kneeling at the flattener and unresponsive when workers returned from lunch. He chose the wrong time to pray. The welder and another worker found that the pinch roll flattener had descended onto the chin and neck of the mechanic. Holy... Workers wrapped a chain around the equipment to lift it and disconnected the machine's hydraulic lines in an effort to rescue the mechanic. Emergency Medical Service and the Harris County Medical Examiner and Houston Police Department also responded to the accident. You know how they responded? Poor The maintenance worker was declared dead at the scene. An accident investigation revealed that the company did not have a lockout procedure which would have prevented the release of stored energy. What year was this? Uh,
0: 2006.
1: They should have had it by then.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: I bet they have it now. The cause of death was blunt force injuries to the mechanic's face and neck, which resulted in mechanical asphyxiation. That's terrible. That's fucking horrible. Yeah. I, I don't expect his head to pop like this is it. God damn.
0: That's fucking hor- Yeah. That's bad. Okay, hey, you don't hear uh, about yeah. this
1: shit happening in Arp, Texas.
0: I, I I never I never like hearing about the when the maintenance guy bites. And no, <laughs> no, <laughs> That's not not my favorite fucking stories right there, man. God damn. Okay, there was an
1: initial penalty, and the current penalty is just a smidgen over half the initial. Uh, rusty trombone, purse your lips and blow into this fucking deal.
0: Ninety $9, five hundred dollars.
1: Ninety five hundred dollars. Five thousand dollars. Guess what? Heinrich, yeah, you're sucking hind tit. Current penalty nine thousand five hundred dollars. Rusty trombone hit it right on the head. Are, <laughs> Are you reading the screen this time?
0: No, fuck. I can't read that from here. You know that I can see it, but I can't read it. You don't even have you got your glasses on your head. And, and they're there for reading though. So, but the initial yeah, no, this, no, reading, this, reading this yeah, reading but I can't. Price. I can't see either or, motherfucker. I'm old. Get off my ass, Hyman. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The initial penalty was sixteen thousand five hundred. They reduced that penalty seven thousand dollars. Damn, that seems stupid to me. Why? I think they should have got the the full penalty for not having a goddamn lockout tagout thing.
0: Like yeah, it, but I mean, along those like same lines, curbed. I mean, it also like okay. So we we don't even know how long the maintenance guy had been on the job. We don't know the main of this guy's experience, but if you've done it for any period of time, you know what's going to jump out and fucking bite you, man.
1: Not in 2006.
0: Yeah, but we don't know if he'd been doing it since fucking, what, 2000? So he been six years on the fucking job and finally got caught up in it. Wow. This makes me think of that movie Top Gun. Again, huh? There are
1: old pilots. There are bold pilots. There are no old, bold pilots. Stick that in your fucking pipe and smoke it. Okay. Uh, Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> makes sense. Oh, <laughs> number. Summary number. Now there's a summary number and another number. So we're going to do this one. Two zero zero three three two two three. Okay. That's like a, uh, that's a nine digit number that only has three different fucking numbers in it. Repetition. See, 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 are you, are you a herpetologist? See? Do you like Snakes and Numbers? At approximately seven o'clock AM on June 8th, 2008, employee number one started a cooling progress. What? Nothing. Started a cooling process for a ribbon blender containing black cocoa powder.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the cooling- Is it from Colombia. <laughs> the cooling process utilized large quantities of compressed liquid nitrogen to lower the temperature Of the black cocoa powder. (laughs) The ribbon blender had a ventilation system designed to remove excess nitrogen from the blender safely. However, on that particular day, employee number one stepped on the hose and kinked it. Oh no. No. It's gonna freeze. That didn't happen. I hate to be the one that started that rumor. However, on that particular day, the ventilation system became compromised. The nitrogen, which entered into the ribbon blender, exceeded the blender capacity and backed up into an attached unsealed screw conveyor. The nitrogen leaked out of the screw conveyor and into the black cocoa control room, causing an oxygen deficient atmosphere. Uh Uh-huh. At approximately nine o'clock a.m. on June 8th, 2009, employee number one entered the black cocoa control room. (laughs) (laughs) That's not funny. A surveillance video of the area showed that within minutes of entering the black cocoa control room, employee number one became unconscious. At approximately 10 a.m. on June 8, 2008, employee number two entered the black cocoa control room and quickly became unconscious. Employee number two remained unconscious for approximately one hour after entering the black cocoa control room. One hour and no one came to fucking check on him? For unknown reasons, employee number two became semi-conscious and used a phone to report that employee number one was deceased and reported their location. Where were they? Chicago. Black Cocoa Control Room. A supervisor quickly called 911 and employees quickly responded to the Black Cocoa Control Room.
0: Is that necessary to say
1: that every fucking <laughs> it's time? Right to, it's at, at
0: this fucking point, man. Look. And, and every time you fucking say it, he's got a fucking chuckle. It's right here. Black Cocoa Control Room. Like, there's something fucking in. funny about that, man. So the words Black Cocoa right now are
1: highlighted in blue. The employees who responded were unaware of the asphyxiation hazard and briefly entered the Black Cocoa <laughs> Control here Room. Here we fucking go. <laughs> The responding employees told number two to remain in the black cocoa control room while they left to meet the outside emergency responders. Meanwhile, employee number two left the black cocoa control room. Employee number two was eventually located in a nearby stairwell, semi conscious. Employee number three, who was one of the first employees to reach the accident scene, became winded from running up and down the stairs and was prompted by the fire department to seek medical attention at the hospital. Employee number one was pronounced dead at the hospital. Employees number two and three were admitted to the hospital for observation. See? So 33% of the people in that story did not enter the
0: black choke control ch- cut- 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 <laughs> room. Why the fuck did they have to but say
1: they, so they, but many They had an asthma attack on the
0: fucking stairs. Yeah, well, one guy is just too fucking fat to run a flight of fucking stairs. Ooh, this has a big, 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 big initial penalty. Fuck yeah, I bet you it does. I work with nitrogen, so... I actually know the dangers of this shit, for real. Okay, Rusty Trombone, you seem to know a lot about black cocoa. I know nothing about
1: black cocoa. I just work. Send it. Twenty-six thousand. Twenty-six thousand dollars. I think that dog's hocked up a lot.
0: I think that dog's got a, pneumo- a pneumothorax. Those are hacking up half a sneaker. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna go for $35,000. Uh, $35,000, well, 30,
0: yeah. $35, Heinrich Heimler. Well, you're winning. What? The, what? What did you call me? Heinrich Heimlin?
1: I think that's the wrong name.
0: Is it a Hyman Heimrich? It's Hyman Heinlich, right? A hot human. <laughs> it's Hyman Heinlich.
1: Buster Hyman. Heinrich Heindlich I'm breathless How you're butchering my name Oh, Initial penalty $77,000 Jesus Christ Reduced to $10,500 Oh shit They got a discount Jesus That's breathtaking
0: Black No 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 No. (laughs) No Control room You guys ever go to the restaurant? Which one? Oh, the uh, Top Gun restaurant? What was it? What's that? Is it in the movie, the second one? No, but this did happen in San Diego,
1: and that's kind of where they had their old uh, fighter school, right?
0: North Island? Fighter I school? i seen fucking Top Gun like one time. Done. That's more than I've seen it. You got it all, huh? Yeah. What's the other guy's name? Which other guy? The dead guy? Yeah. Goose.
1: Last time you said it was Goosed. Spoiler alert. Yeah, so I thought that was
0: funny. Goosed. The ghost of Goose is goose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All was, right. It was goose and, and maverick and uh Iceman. Iceman and Wolfman and uh, Tarzan. Tar- yeah, fair enough. I don't Oscar know. the Grouch. Maverick. All the monsters, Jimmy. Merlin! I remember there was a Merlin. Really? A
1: Merkin? Merlin. Inspection number three one zero eight one two. Uh seven2 530 a.m August 3rd 2007 but <sighs> <sighs> I'm breathe time. sir can't catch my breath employee number one was working as a waiter and had gone into the storage room sometime between 10 30 to 10 45 p.m on August 2nd 2007 okay now this guy goes in 10 30 to 10 45 on the 2nd. But at 5.30 a.m. on the next day, he was working as a waiter. All right. Yeah. Well, you're going to like this part, Rusty. Employee number two had come into the backside of the restaurant <laughs> before <laughs> oh,
0: 5.30 God, a.m. <laughs> on
1: August 3rd, 2007. He heard a hissing sound and turned around to see. Two cats and, looking. And thought it was a running water. Employee number two went to see if there was running water, but there was not. He then went back to the storage room. Not the black chocolate cocoa control.
0: <laughs> fuck you! I, fuck, I fucking killed you! <laughs> All
1: right. Employee number two attempted to open the door to the storage room, but was not able to get it open, since employee number one had apparently collapsed earlier and was blocking the door. Employee number two could hear the hissing of a gas cylinder, which was hissing every 20 seconds intermittently. And he called emergency medical services. The paramedics and the Coronado Police Department arrived. It's gotta be CO2, right? And the San Diego County Medical Examiner arrived later. They found the body of employee number one and one of the carbon dioxide cylinders lying on the ground yep. with the valve opened about one eighth of a turn and fully discharged. Employee number one was declared dead, and the San Diego County Medical Examiner took the body to the morgue. God, ah, that was a whale of a tale. Initial penalty was reduced, again, by not quite half. Um, Heinrich. Uh, hey, wake up and piss. The world's on fire. We got a podcast to do here. $575. $575. Uh, Rusticles.
0: Thank you, Newman. <laughs> $1,800. Bucks. 1800
1: bucks. Initial penalty, $1,115. Current penalty, $665.
0: You know what 665 is? I don't know, one more than 664? It's the neighbor of the beast. No, of the neighbor? (laughs) Alright.
1: Inspection number 312-699-440 Minnesota Blaine, Minnesota At approximately 2 o'clock p.m. on October 27th, 2008 Employee number one was preparing to be a fucking Halloween decoration Employee number one was working at a compost facility emptying leaves from plastic bags. He was working at ground level along with three other employees who were cutting open the bags.
0: Somehow I see a bag getting stuffed over a grown man's head and him
1: suffocating here. When a supervisor realized that employee number one was missing, a search was initiated in the pile of leaves. Employee number one's body was found in an approximately 12 foot deep pile of loose and bagged leaves. There were no witnesses to the accident, but it appeared that employee number one was killed when a garbage-slash-recycling truck dumped a load of bagged leaves <laughs> on him, and then he was pushed into the larger pile by a front-end loader. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. The medical examiner ruled the official cause of death to be asphyxiation. It sounds like how the mob would get rid of a body. Put it in a fucking... Dump truck and have it pushed away by a bulldozer.
0: Yeah, amazingly working in a trash also, right? Yeah. yeah. All mobsters are involved in the trash business. There's waste a,
1: management. Yeah, there's, waste
0: management. There's a bright side
1: to this story. Employee number He's one was compost. Employee number one was wearing all of the required personal protective equipment. Including a high visibility vest and a hard hat. But was he wearing gloves though?
0: Oh, absolutely! He was wearing all of it. He had all the PPE. He
1: had a and hazmat
0: suit and condom. And God, that would be a smelly fucking job, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, those, those bag leaves. Oh, yeah. wow! like working in fucking cat piss every day of your fucking life.
1: Uh, no, no fines, no penalties. Just because OSHA has nothing to hide behind on that one we'll just leave that one alone. <laughs> Summary number. Well, they, they don't say inspection, but there's a bunch of numbers here.
0: 2008. Now, now do you honestly think anybody actually looks up these numbers? Ever? Yes, I I believe they do. Okay.
1: 20084165 All f- all 5
0: of our Patreon members do. Because they're going to they're going to fucking go back and look up the uh what what was that? The chocolate fucking cocoa. Does it black actually Disney. say what company that is? Yeah. It does it. Yeah. Is it Nestle? No. Nabisco? No. Swiss Miss? No. Started with a B, but it wasn't the black cocoa chocolate company. But <laughs> it wasn't the black cocoa control room chocolate. Was it? Was it? Was it like a company though that's like fairly well known? No, no, no. no. Oh, no. Oh, okay. This right. is a little mom and pop deal. They were barely
1: big enough to have a control this room. Bisquick. Oh okay. yeah.
0: A, at couple building, a couple story buildings, so they weren't yeah. going too bad for themselves. Nah. Well, you got to stack that cocoa deep and sell it cheap.
1: At approximately 12 p.m. on April 24, 2008, employee number one, a 44-year-old head groundskeeper slash superintendent, was working at a country club owned by a golf course management company. The company employed 17 workers and had properties at Effingham, Illinois, and Centralia, Illinois. I've heard a little bit about Centralia, Illinois. What have you heard? Nothing good. Oh. Employee number one was operating a commercial 2006 Kubota's diesel zero-turn
0: motor. Oh, that's a nice motor. Model, nice, number, nice.
1: model number Z Delta 2 eight Foxtrot, serial number 63628, and in parentheses, in quotation marks, they have HRS 417.5, whatever the fuck that means, on a golf course at the Centralia, Illinois Country Club. Now, what I've ever heard about Centralia, they probably didn't have a golf course or a country club. So now my oh. entire world history is suspect. Oh. You wanna hear about this mower? Oh, I,
0: I, I know everything I'm about gonna have to it. I'm been asked, so yeah. I've been reading about it, I
1: want one. The mower was equipped with a rollover protective system, ROPS, which had its own serial number. Would you believe 58789? However, this safeguard was not in an upright position as specified in the manufacturer's operator manual. It's the convertible model. <laughs> JFK. Yeah. Employee nice. number one drove the mower up the south side of the fourth hole, which consisted of a raised green with a water obstacle pond at the south side of the playing surface. That's a hard hole too, that, that fourth hole. Oh, always. The hard Im- hole. The embankment. <laughs> Very hard. <laughs> the embankment was approximately three feet horizontal and four feet vertical to a pond. I'm not even gonna to try to figure that out. As employee number one operated the mower up the south slope of the fourth hole. This sounds like an orgy. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is like a, just your average fucking Wednesday at the Playboy Mansion, right? Anyway, it was, it was Thursdays Up at 3 p.m. Up the south slope of the fourth hole and he rolled over into a pond. It was not known if employee number one inadvertently drove the mower off the uneven terrain or if the ground of the slope partially collapsed.
0: I think I that thought, uh, it, it inadvertently or just fucking intentionally fucking straight up. I'm tired of doing, these
1: fuckers hitting their golf balls at me. I'm done. I would think if you walked up and half the slope was gone, you'd know if it collapsed or not. You'd think. When the mower rolled down the four-foot embankment employee number one was pinned between the muddy bottom of the pond approximately 1.5 feet deep and the 1,660 pound machine. (laughs) Muddy bottom. Two golfers came to the accident scene but were unable to free employee number one. Let's get this asthma attack out of the way. Employee number one was killed and the preliminary cause of death was noted as asphyxiation, sequential to drowning, while pinned underwater. I never knew anybody that died of drowning that wasn't underwater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Have you ever pinned anyone underwater? No. Again, we got a bright side of this story. Oh, what's that? The <laughs> mower
0: survived? That's a nice mower. They are hardy mowers, I gotta say.
1: Weather conditions were clear, with a temperature of 73 degrees Fahrenheit and a south-to-southwest wind blowing at 15 miles per hour. Oh, they really? <laughs> give the
0: weather conditions on this report. <laughs> Perfect, golfing. Oh, Perfect golfing and mowing
1: weather. Holy fuck. Okay, initial penalty was reduced by a third. Who wants to go first? $1,200. $1,200, says... Uh, Heinrich. Hein, Heinrich. Heinrich? Not Heinrich. Hein, Heinrich. Heinrich. It's Hyman. Heinrich Heimlich. It's Hyman. Okay. is
0: it? Is it it Hyman? Butthole
1: surfer, what do you got? <laughs> Watch yourself there, Newman. <laughs> Initial penalty, what do you think? Six grand. $1,500. Current penalty, $1,000. Hold in one.
0: So I was close, wasn't I? you fucking bitch? But not quite. Few strokes over. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> okay. Hey, you know what my favorite movie is? I'm assuming it's Top Gun. No, it's Nightmare
1: on Elm Street. And this happened. Uh, I thought it was uh, Barfly. Well, it is. But for the purpose of this, this happened at 1601 Elm Street in Dallas, Texas. Texas doesn't exist. Summary number two zero zero three three two one seven nine on February 28th, 2009. Employee number one was involved in a tank gauging operation. A tank gaping operation. As employee number one had just finished gauging a tank that was found to be full, he. Prev- <laughs> he, proceeded. he proceeded to divert the supply line to another tank. The shutoff valve blew out, releasing sour crude and hydrogen sulfide gas. Employee number one was overcome by the release <laughs> gases. And died from asphyxiation. Did you say overcomed. Overcomed. The, okay, no, this is a direct quote. This is not me speaking English, okay? Okay. So don't hurt your noodle. You, employee number one discovered approximately 15 feet from the valve. The incident investigation revealed that employee number one had been provided, comma, by his employer, comma. With a personal gas monitor, comma, a 30-minute SCBA, comma, and a Cascade Airline System, comma, which were found Faulty. inside his vehicle. Oh. <whistles> okay, we got another initial penalty, and the current penalty is exactly half this time. Ooh. Who would like to guess? Go ahead, Mr. Trombone. I would say nine grand. Initial penalty nine thousand dollars. Oh my god!
0: But it was so reduced. He
1: is using his fucking glasses. He, he is, is using bastard. his glasses. Yeah, he got LASIK, didn't he? Look at him. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go for four thousand. Four thousand five hundred. I'm always like five hundred off. goddammit. it! And I even told you that it the, was the, half. The penalty was exactly half. Yeah, math is hard. Yeah, I know. Ah, uh, number number. Fuck these fucking numbers. Einstein would not
0: like having you hear that Einstein didn't wear socks (laughs) He's over here Einstein would not like He just couldn't figure out half of nine fucking grand (laughs) (laughs) So fucking you shut the fuck up
1: September 25th, 2002 Employee number one A temporary employee of the puss group Oh, that doesn't say puss Anyway, he was working as a tank turner In the wine fermenting tanks area At a winery Located in Escalon, California there were sixteen wine tanks in the area. Oh. Goodness. With dimensions of seventeen point five feet. Were they, the, were they going to the Catalina wine mixer? No. God damn it. Seventeen point five feet by seventeen point five feet by thirteen point five feet, each with a twenty nine thousand gallon capacity.
0: That's a bunch That's of a, fucking yeah, wine. A lot of fucking grape juice. Holy <laughs>
1: shit. Employee number one had a casual conversation regarding work tasks with two co-workers the co-workers were finishing their night shift work. So, Always the
0: fucking night
1: shift. Sometime between 7.56 a.m. and 7.58 a.m. So I'm
0: assuming that'd be 7.57.
1: <laughs> the co-workers observed employee number one, looking down into wine tank number 263. The tank had been completely drained of its liquid product had been purged with carbon dioxide and nitrogen, had approximately three feet of pulp mixture, including seeds and grape skins, at the bottom of it, and was scheduled to be sluiced and clean. I like the word sluice. Yeah. Does that offend people like moist? It's got the same... <laughs> Does use. moist offend people? Yeah, oh, moist uh, pisses it pisses people, people off. off. It's surprising. Really? Yeah. At approximately 8:10 a.m., two other co-workers observed that the grating over tank number 263 was missing. They looked down inside the tank and saw employee number one, slewist and unconscious at the bottom of the tank. Emergency services were called, and employee number one was transported to Doctor's Medical Center in Modesto, California, where he was pronounced dead. Abandoned, Modesto. You're better off dead (laughs) than Modesto. The cause of death was asphyxiation by atmospheric suffocation. And wine poisoning. His favorite song was Purple Rain. That's all I got to say about that. That's it? That's it. No fines? Oh, fuck, I close the window. No, we'll pretend there weren't any fines.
0: Fair. You're pur- so happy about your fucking joke, you just had to fucking close it out early, huh? <laughs> look, I said a funny, look, look. Look, look at me!
1: <laughs> well, that, uh, that wraps up another spellbinding tale of, uh, horrific events. Breathtaking. Utterly breathtaking. Yeah. Not a, not a lot of uh, melodica or harmonica playing in this episode. There was some trombone playing, though. Ah. Uh, yeah, that was when I hit pause. Well, I don't think yeah, there's anything else to say about that
0: kind of shit. No, I mean, that was... Kind of took the air out of the room, didn't it? Yeah, but, I don't know. Take the wind out of your sails? I don't know, I mean, you know, a lot of times I find myself at work in the type of work that I do... I actually, a couple times, seriously stop and think a couple different times now when I approach different types of machinery and start looking at stuff just a little bit differently simply based off this podcast, for real.
1: Well, that's good. I'm glad that these people
0: here do a service. So you're gonna be bringing an oxygen tank to work? I I don't have to wear an oxygen tank, I have a respirator, so. Oh. With, the, with it on, so. You ever cut a hole
1: in the respirator so you can smoke a cigarette at the same time? <laughs> so you can breathe better? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, for all of us here at the Employee Number One, the Industrial Accident Podcast, I have <laughs> been. What the fuck happened?
0: <laughs> That's one of your fucking dogs.
1: <laughs> I've been Clifford, the Big Red Dog. <laughs> and I'm joined by my co hosts, Odie and uh, Lassie. <laughs> Garfield. Timmy <laughs> fell in the well. Oh, oh Jesus Freaking Fucking dog.
0: Goddamn. Fuck. We gotta get a lock on that door. Yeah. I'm okay. Henrik Hitmeyer. No, I'm like <laughs> <laughs> You're not.
1: I'm Newman Thorax. And I'm Rusty Trombone. That's Rusty Trombone. <laughs> Tortilla. Ah!